Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Lauren Culp. He has uh, Donald Trump's endorsement for Washington District 4. Uh, He's up against the guy who already is a Republican, allegedly. But it turns out he's been sort of exposed as a rhino. So uh, Lauren Culp is going after him. Now, I asked him how he got word that he was getting endorsed by Trump. It turns out he didn't know it was coming, which is very interesting. We'll talk to him about what's happening in that area. I know that Yakima, you guys are in his district, so it's a very, it's a red, it's a conservative district from what I understand in a state that is pushed by the far left and the blueies out there. Uh, I know that he ran against Jay Inslee in 2020 for governor as well. So we'll talk to him about what's happening in uh, that great state and much more on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. Welcome back, Kerry. Yeah, great. Uh, do I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. A little salsa, I'm ready to go. Taco. No enchilada, no cheesy nacho. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Bring Taco. it out. Which one is it going to be? It's going to be the bad now one. The really <laughs> sucky like one. Hot sauce. Come on. I know, I know, I can feel it. Because he's the boss. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, what the? I'm in an eastery mood. I know. He is risen, (laughs) Carrie, so I might as well give you the good one. Thank you, thank you. Let's go. It's Taco Tuesday. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. Taco. I'm eating tacos with Pogo. Taco. The heck? Hold up. Taco. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. All right, so there you go. Uh, Carrie, I, I, did I make the mistake of playing that last week, too? I can't keep playing you that one. You did. Yes, that's why I thought, I know, I'm going to get it this, this time. Not but. only do people get mad at me when I forget to play the Taco Tuesday song, which happened one time in the time we've been playing Yeah, it. that was fun. That was a good Tuesday. Like you and Polo were like direct messaging each other. I can't believe you didn't play it. Yeah. Shh. Say nothing. But they really get mad if I don't play the fart one. Oh, do they? Oh. They do? No, they really do. No, and well. you know what? The listeners are very important. The listeners have made us number 10. Mm-hmm. That is right. That is exactly right. right. So there you go. So Yeah, that's two times in a row. Two nice to Carrie. Two nice to the girl. <laughs> so I better be careful of this. Okay. All right, so uh, Carrie, is it me or are these stories getting stupider? I'm not sure I understand. So it's I mean, not just I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking yeah. cues from this. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make a, a lot of money. I'm going to sue my employer <laughs> if they do any of these right? things. So. Let's start with the one with the pronouns. Actually, do we want to, let's not do the pronouns one. Let's do the birthday one. Oh, good, because I already so I think have the that pronouns one, one yeah. will be more of a talker. So let's go. Pro, um, uh, let's go birthday because this one might be stupid. Mm-hmm. The stupidest one that I've heard in a long time. What do you have? From NBC News, a Kentucky man with an anxiety disorder asked his employer not to celebrate his birthday because it would trigger a panic attack. When the company Gravity Diagnostics ignored Kevin Burling's request and had a surprise lunchtime celebration for him on August the 7th, 2019, he got upset. And days later, Burling was fired, according to a lawsuit he filed against the company in a Kenton County court. On March 31st, a jury awarded him $450,000. And the jury found that Burling's 
suffered an adverse employment action because of his anxiety disability, court documents show. The saga began in August 2019 when Burling told his office manager he did not want to celebrate his birthday because it would trigger a panic attack. Now, the company has a practice of having birthday celebrations at the office for employees, says the lawsuit, which was filed in 2019. However, the company surprised him on his birthday with a celebration in the lunchroom. Burling had a panic attack, the suit says. He quickly left and finished the rest of his lunch in his car and then texted his manager upset the company failed to accommodate his request. Okay. Carrie, my birthday is it's not like tomorrow. It's coming up, though, a few months. Whatever. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, so don't Big forget, six, my five. birthday is coming up. Six, five. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm 6'1". What do you mean? Six I'm one, at 65. 65. Yeah, in your dreams. Mm. In your dreams, old lady. Mm. Anyway, so. Old lady. <laughs> uh, it's coming up. And um, listen, my birthday is coming. Don't forget my birthday. Okay. We won't, throw you, a, we won't throw you a birthday party. No, 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 no. Do, do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'll have a panic attack if you have a party, though. But listen, <laughs> do whatever you want to do. Okay. Okay. Panic, panic attack. Hmm? birthday party at all okay but look go nuts big birthday coming up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Got the it. guy says don't have a birthday party for me because i might have a panic attack right let me ask you this carrie lucky yeah did the story say he had a panic attack um well it said he got upset right he was fired a few days later right um so, well, it, the very last lines were Burling right. had a panic attack, the suit says. Oh, stop it. He did not, big baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm telling you, that's just Come what the story on. says. He it's my opinion. Attack. He may not have had a panic attack. I don't want him suing me for $450,000. Mm-hmm, exactly. He says he had a panic attack, allegedly. Now, the story says he had one. Burling had a panic attack, the suit says. He quickly left and finished the rest of his lunch in his car, then texted his manager upset the company failed to accommodate his request. Come on. I mean, a panic attack is like full on. You're, you're sweating and your heart's going nuts. I've, I've had a panic attack, um, like one in my life, and it's no fun. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I wouldn't need a medical diagnosis that he had one. But without that, he goes to court and he gets 450 grand out of these people? Mm, yes. But I guess he, so it's maybe it was already been shown that he had this anxiety disorder and he was prone to these panic attacks. And if he said, you know what, don't throw me a party because this is what's going to happen, yet they do it anyway. Can I get his name and address? I want to send him a birthday card next year. <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you. Come on, man. No. I mean, is that really a thing? You can tell people don't have a birthday party for me. It'll give me a panic attack. Uh, I mean, it's not like it was. A, they, they don't say there was a surprise party or anything, right? Well, yes, actually. When the company ignored Kevin Burling's request and had a surprise lunchtime celebration for him, he got upset. But I mean, was it a surprise party in the traditional sense where they jumped out from the I, garbage can and went surprise? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Huh. All right. I'm telling you, big bash <laughs> surprise me coming up. No worries. Yeah, don't we won't it. be doing that. Yeah, don't do it. So. Yeah, don't. We won't. You know, I don't expect that you will. You got me one thing for one holiday <laughs> you once. you never used it. You never spent it. Well, I went I went so to Best why? Buy, and I had them tell me how much was on it. $4 gift card. $4. <laughs> I don't even think you can do $4. How am I going to buy with $4, $4 on a gift card? $4. Give me a break. 
888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Now, this one jumps out at me even more because, again, the stupidity of this is kind of something. But then again, at the end of the day, I think the guy who was right ended up getting paid. Mm -hmm. But even though I agree with him, I don't think he should have gotten paid this kind of money (laughs) unless I'm missing something. Go ahead. From CNN, a public university in Southern Ohio has agreed to pay a professor $400,000 after it disciplined him four years ago for refusing to use a transgender student's preferred pronouns, according to Shawnee State University and a news release from the professor's attorney. The settlement means the philosophy professor, Nicholas Merriweather, will not be required to use certain pronouns regardless of a student's request, his attorney's release states. Uh, The ruling comes as schools across the nation grapple with balancing the inclusivity of transgender students and the religious beliefs of some teachers. Merriweather sued in 2018 after he was disciplined, and a federal district court dismissed the suit for lack of standing. And then last year, a three-judge appellate panel revived the lawsuit and sent it back to the lower court, where Merriweather could have argued his First Amendment rights to free speech and religion and his 14th Amendment right to due process were violated. As part of the settlement, the university has agreed Meriwether has the right to choose when to use or avoid using titles or pronouns when referring to or addressing students. The release from Meriwether's attorneys read, read uh, significantly the university agreed Meriwether will never be mandated to use pronouns, including if a student requests pronouns that conflict with his or her biological sex. Shawnee University called it an economic decision. Though we have decided to settle, we adamantly deny that anyone at Shawnee State deprived Dr. Merriweather of his free speech rights or his rights to freely exercise his religion. How much did he get? (laughs) $400,000. Oh, my goodness. You know, Kerry's great. I'm just sick of him. I wish he would just knock it off. Mm, if you're talking about me, you're using the wrong pronoun. He comes to work, he reads the news, blah, that blah, I'm Carrie Lucky. Uh, that what? is she and her. I'm allowed to. First Amendment, give me 400000 <laughs> No. <laughs> give me 400000 bucks right now. This is crazy. Wait, yeah. Carrie, what is, the, what is this? What, what, are we, what are we living in? We're living in crazy town, man. I don't know. It's an economic decision to give him $400,000? That part I don't understand. Why was that? It doesn't sound very economical, but. Take the reprimand out of his File. Tell him he could call the people by the pronouns that his religion says that he that that he needs to, and then move on. Now, and I'm, again, I'm I'm glad that they were be slapped into you know understanding they can't force somebody to call somebody out of their their gender if the religious beliefs are deep enough. But four hundred thousand dollars. And I was looking, maybe like he lost his job for a little bit. He wasn't getting paid. Um, but I don't I don't see anything that no. They quote unquote reprimand, reprimanded him. Yeah. How? What was the reprimand that he gets 400 Well, the school grand. opened a Title IX investigation against the professor, ultimately concluding his treatment of the student created a hostile environment. Um, they recommended putting a formal warning in his file. Had the behaviors continued, Meriwether was on the hook for suspension without pay or even termination. Oh, so he still, he still had his job. Had his job, wasn't suspended, didn't lose any pay, no termination. Here's $400,000. Okay. I mean, I'm just, just the whole front, the frontal lobe of my brain hurts. It does. I don't, I I don't get it. But I'm just, I am not living right. I got to just start calling people (laughs) out of their pronouns and everything. I don't know. I got to start doing that. I got to start wishing people happy birthday for no reason. Mm -hmm. Surprise birthday! I got to act like I'm. Oh my god! What do you mean it's my birthday? (laughs) Got to freak out. Go eat my lunch in the car. Get four (laughs) hundred fifty grand. Come on, dude. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. It just seems like a bizarre world. Your thoughts on these stories and more when we come back. Stay here.
Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Lauren Culp. He is the uh, the Republican taking on the Republican. He's the America First guy who got the endorsement from President Trump. I asked him exactly how that came in. He wasn't expecting it. And uh, we talk about who he's taking on. The guy he's taking on is an, an alleged Republican, Republican name only, Rhino. Um, I think his name is Newcastle. I think that's the guy's name, Dan Newcastle, something like that. Um, he voted to impeach President Donald Trump. At the time. Now, I went to his Twitter page, and he's all about the Second Amendment. He's all about uh, the First Amendment. He's all about uh, police. But it turns out this guy is like is like a left-leaning rhino. It's very strange. There will be a primary in that great state. In that district, which is District 4, a lot of you listening are in District 4. And um, it would be nice to see him win, to get one of these people out. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, com. Got to remind you about the proven oxy technology in the thunderstorm by Eden Pure. Haven't gotten these yet. A lot of people email me, me about this. A lot of my kids are like, hey, I need some of those. Um, you've got to go and get the Eden Pure thunderstorm because it leaves a great fresh scent like a thunderstorm just rolled through. Gets rid of any odor. I'm talking about litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, anything you can think of, it's going to help you out. Over 200,000 of these have been sold. You know that it has to work, right? We've got a couple of them in my house, and they smell incredible. You know, And I can always tell because my wife will move them around. I can tell exactly who it is or where it is that this thing is. Never breathe dirty air again. No filters to buy. Takes up no floor space. Plugs directly into the wall. It's almost silent. Great for use in bedrooms and, again, it, and I'm telling you, it works. I would not be this much of a proponent if it didn't work exactly as they say. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S-3, save $200. Shipping is free as well. EdenPureDeals.com, get a three-pack for 200 bucks. It's about $200 off. Discount code PAGS3 to make that happen. Shipping is free as well. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Right, Carrie, you got another one here. This one jumped out at me because Elizabeth Warren is nuts. And I say that in not even a nice way. It just I, I want I want you to understand she's a crazy person. She she alleged that she was American Indian for all these years. Turns out she's not. Nobody even calls her anymore. Ed, nothing to see here. She says things like "You didn't build that" or "Those roads we built those roads, so you have to do this, that, and the other." And now she's out there. Listen, let me say this: when I'm looking toward November and what I want to see happen in November, a full takeover of the House and Senate by America First conservatives. I'm glad that she's saying something so nutty as this because this tells me there's a disconnect in the mind of Elizabeth Warren that maybe I didn't even realize before. Even with all the American Indian stuff, even with all of her walking around drinking a beer acting like she's just a regular person, even with her going back and forth on Twitter with Elon Musk who paid more taxes for an individual than anybody in history, she comes out with this, which I think is just hilarious. Go ahead. From the blaze, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts is warning that Democrats will perform poorly during the upcoming midterm elections unless they accomplish more of their policy objectives in the months ahead. 
Democrats win elections when we show we understand the painful economic realities facing American families and convince voters we will deliver meaningful change. To put it bluntly, if we fail to use the months remaining before the elections to deliver on more of our agenda, Democrats are headed toward big losses in the midterms, weren't warned in an opinion piece. Time is running short. We need to finalize a budget reconciliation deal, making giant corporations pay their share to fund vital investments in combating climate change and lowering costs for families, which can advance with only 50 Senate votes, Warren wrote. With Americans getting hammered by inflation and rising prices, the left could endure a drubbing during the 2022 election cycle. High fuel prices have been causing pain at the pump. President Joe Biden's chronically poor job approval ratings could also prove to be a liability for Democrats. Warren wrote that to tackle the urgent challenges we face, climate change, income inequality, systemic injustice, we must root out corruption. To start cleaning up government, members of Congress and their spouses should not be allowed to own or trade individual stocks, which the vast majority of voters support banning, according to multiple polls. We can also act quickly to rein in costs for middle-class families. In the very short term, that means stopping companies from jacking up prices to boost their profits. Price increases are driven by many factors, including pandemic disruptions to global supply chains and Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine, she declared. We can stand up to the armies of lobbyists and PR flacks and tackle tax loopholes for the rich and powerful, the lawmaker wrote. Warren contended President Joe Biden can take some actions without Congress. And the piece should continue pushing for Biden to cancel up to $50,000 of federal student loan debt per person. Okay, let's let's break this down. This, uh, this is what a crackpot this woman is. She wants more of the policies, even more of them. I mean, like well beyond what we've already seen put in place for a couple of years that have decimated this country, our power around the world, our standing in the world, our southern border, our economy, gas prices, energy exportation, energy production and, and research. I mean, she wants more of this stuff. And she she sounds serious, like she really thinks that's going to bring us or going to bring her party um, a big win or some sort of a comeback in November. I'm here to tell you, I want her to push even harder for this to happen. I want her to push more far left-wing, progressive, absolute garbage policies through the White House onto the American people because then it'll be, in the Senate, it'll be 100 to nothing Republicans. In the House, it'll be, what, what is it, 435 to nothing Republicans because people aren't stupid. Even those who are far left in this country, well, maybe not far left, but left in this country, Democrats in this country, used to think of themselves as blue dog or yellow dog uh, Democrats. They will not vote for these people who, to continue these policies. Everybody wants safety and security in their cities. Democrat cities don't have that. Everybody wants safety and security at the border because they want it to be a sovereign country. And that is not what, this, what these policies are doing. So if she wants more of the same, God bless her. She should keep on pushing. Push Saki, push Biden, push Ron Klain, push all of these idiots to keep on doing what they're doing. And then in November, it'll be a clean sweep, as it should be anyway. I'll be honest with you. It should be anyway. You're seeing something unfolding in Washington we haven't seen in a long time. We, I don't think in my lifetime, and as bad as Jimmy Carter was, as bad as Obama was, we've never seen anything this bad out of the so-called leadership in Washington, D.C. It is disgusting. And she is so dumb. And I really mean this in a very smart, dumb way. She is so dumb that she thinks more of this and attacking employers and pushing inflation higher. And she's going on about social justice and equity and 
and all this garbage, keep please keep pushing it because all people want is safety and security to be able to afford the gas in their tanks, be able to afford buying you know some hamburgers for their family, and they're not they're not getting that right now. When we come back, Lauren Culp running in Washington. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man on. He is running for District 4 Republican out of the great state of Washington, where there allegedly is a Republican already in the seat. We'll get into that in earnest in a moment. It's Lauren Culp. Lauren, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Listen, I've got, I think, five or six stations in Washington State. We just added Seattle, to be honest. Um, and and I'm not really sure where District 4 is. Fill me in. If I'm looking at Washington State, where are you? Where, where is your district that, that you would be running if, in fact, you were to win? It's right in the center of the state, goes from the Canadian border down to Oregon. Um, Cascades Mountains are on the west and uh, goes uh, about halfway to the uh, Idaho border. If I, so, if, I, if I look at Washington State, Lauren, is it red? If I look at it from 30,000 feet up, is it generally speaking red? Then you've got really deep pockets of blue. Is that what goes on there? Absolutely. It's, it's more red than people, uh, people know. I ran for governor in 2020. And I got the most vote for any Republican gubernatorial candidate in Washington state history. Um, and somehow the incumbent uh, got 500,000 more than he got last time. Very unpopular governor. But it is more red than uh, people know. Well, Jay Inslee is, is your guy, right? Well, I'm not your guy, but he's the governor of Washington. That's correct. Is he is he as nuts as he looks on the national stage? I mean, this guy ran for president and just came off like a real progressive lefty whack job. It, it, how does a guy like that get voted in? Is it just because of Seattle? Is that really what's going on? Well, I don't believe that's all that's going on. No, I, I believe there's some nefarious things going on. And our secretary of state, Kim Wyman, uh, who calls herself a Republican, uh, is a rhino, my belief. And uh, just to show you how good she did for the Democrats, uh, she was hired by Joe Biden, now works for the Biden administration, wow. on voter integrity. Oh, come on. It's, uh, again, Lauren Culp. He's running for District 4 Republican, great state of Washington. That's a seat held by Dan Newhouse right now. And you and I spoke about this briefly before we started. He's one of the uh, one of the 10 that decided that President Trump should be impeached. Absolutely. He voted to impeach President Trump, and then he doubled down. Uh, even though he represents the most conservative district in Washington State, this is an R plus 13 district, he voted for the January 6th commission as well. Why do, you th- for- why do you think that is? Who is he appeasing? Because the voters in that district aren't, aren't blue. Who's he, who's he giving the nod to? He has been in Washington, D.C. too long. He plays a game uh, of politics. He is a, a globalist. He votes with Nancy Pelosi 40 to 50 percent of the time. He's voted for red flag laws. He's voted to incentivize illegal immigration. He voted for that uh, just recent $1.5 trillion spending bill with two anti-gun laws inside of it and billions to foreign countries, along with $15 billion for new IRS agents. He voted for that. Like I said, he votes with Nancy Pelosi 40 to 50% of the time if you look at his voting record. He talks like he's a conservative, but he is not. If you, if you look at his, if you look at his, Lauren, if you look at his Twitter feed, he's pro Second Amendment. He's pro cop. He he wants Title Forty Two to stay in place. Is he just lying? 
Well, if you look at his voting record, it doesn't uh, jive with what he says. So he's a typical politician that'll tell you what you want to hear. But if you look at his voting record, he is not a conservative. It is uh, Lauren Culp. Go and, and, uh, and follow him right now. CulpforCongress.com. He's looking to unseat the incumbent who claims to be a Republican, but is a Republican in name only because of his actions. Uh, it's what we like to call a rhino. So you got the endorsement of President Trump. That is the most coveted endorsement on the planet. How does that happen? Very honored to get President Trump's endorsement. You know, that there's about five or six other candidates running in this district against Newhouse. And uh, a couple of them I know spent thousands of dollars to go to Trump events, to go to Mar-a-Lago for events, trying to rub elbows and get President Trump's endorsement. I didn't do that. I don't chase endorsements. I knew that President Trump is a smart man, excellent president, and I knew that he would do his background checks and research. And he called me out of the blue um, just about a month ago, called me on my cell phone. I was having a cup of coffee with my wife, phone rang and I answered it. <laughs> the lady said, is this Mr. Culp? I said, yes. Wow. She said, please hold for President Trump. And we talked for about 10 minutes. Um, he'd already made the decision. Um, and I was thrilled, absolutely thrilled. President Trump is the best president of my lifetime. And I served in the military under President Ronald Reagan, but uh, President Trump, um, is the top of the list for sure. I've gotten that call before. I've interviewed him like a dozen times now. But every time you get that call, it's from a blocked number or you know, no, no, no ID shows up, and there's a voice who says, "Hold on, President Trump wants to speak." It gets you, gets your blood going a little bit. Now you did not, Lord, come on. Between you and me, you didn't expect this whatsoever. It was completely out of the blue. It was completely out of the blue. I expected it because I knew that President Trump is a smart man and he can look at what happened. I mean. Our campaign in 2020 for the governor's race here was like no other political movement Washington state has ever seen. We had many Trump rallies, basically two to 3000 people came out uh, multiple times every weekend. And uh, the turnout was absolutely phenomenal. Like I said, the most votes for any Republican gubernatorial candidate in Washington state history. And a lot of those people were telling me that they were Democrats, never voted Republican in their life. And they hated what the left is doing. They liked my message, uh, and my message basically was we're going to follow the Constitution, we're going to obey the rule of law, and uh, when the law is followed, you know, when our government follows the Constitution, it doesn't matter the color of your skin, it doesn't matter your age, your education, your sex, or your income. Everyone is protected equally, and that resonated with Democrats, um, independents, and Republicans, because freedom is universal. You know, the far left is is ruining this country, right. and people that have been lifelong Democrats are seeing it as well. It's Lauren Culp, L-O-R-E-N is his first name, last name C-U-L-P. Go to CulpForCongress.com. You know, you've alluded to this twice now. Um, are there people moving to Washington State in large numbers? Like, I live in Texas. We've got about 1,000 new residents moving here a day from all over the place, California, Washington State, Oregon, New Jersey, New York, Michigan. They're getting away from these left-wing Democrat policies. Are, are you seeing an influx of Democrats into Washington State? How does he get 500,000 more votes that time in 2020 than he did the, the election before, knowing that, as you said, it is verifiable that a lot of middle-of-the-road left-leaning Democrats we're voting Republican because they're sick of these lockdowns and sick of the power and control from the, from those who are who are running the joint. Are, are you seeing a bunch of Democrats moving to Washington State or is something else going on? No, something else is going on. I, I mean, we knew how many votes we had to get, and it was the amount of votes that the current governor got in the last cycle. Uh, the Republican got about a million four hundred thousand, and the current governor got a million seven, and we got a million seven hundred and fifty thousand votes. We hit the target. 
and somehow miraculously 500,000 more votes came in. Wow. It, it's stunning because, you know, if you say fraud, you, you oh, it's conspiracy theory, you've got to prove it. All these uh, cases were thrown out of court. We know individually, Maricopa County, Arizona, there was a major issue there, enough to overturn Arizona for Trump. We know that there are major issues in, in Pennsylvania. We know there are major issues in Michigan. We never really heard about Washington State. This is the first time really hearing that there might be major issues there. Is there any recourse for you to go back through and make sure that the election really did have integrity, that everybody's vote counted, and that they, they weren't counting a lot of votes that, that shouldn't have been counted? Well, I filed a lawsuit a few weeks after the election because we saw anomalies all over the place. I mean, the current governor didn't even campaign. He didn't have a campaign. He had one sign waving on this on the street corner and about 10 people showed up. Did he debate you? He he debated me. Yes. And that's on YouTube. If people would like to look that up, I made him look like the fool that he is. And I'm just a normal guy. I ran my own business for over 20 years. I served in the military. I was a police officer for about 11 years. I'm retired police chief right now. Um, And I made him look like the fool that he is because he's incompetent. He was in Congress in this seat, in fact, uh, that I'm running for. uh, After one term, they booted him out. Well, how does that happen? Was he a Democrat or Republican at the time? A Democrat. So your district that's the most conservative in the state voted that guy in? Yes. Any reason? Maybe a state legislature at first. Okay. Uh, he moved to the west side, and then I believe that's where he ran for Congress. Gotcha. It is yeah. uh, Lauren Culp. Go and follow him right now. Uh, go and support his candidacy. President Trump is endorsing him. Um, Culp4congress.com. Culp, and not the number, F-O-R, congress.com. Go and do that. L- let me hit some hot topics here. I just got done flying today. And uh, I didn't have to wear a mask, and people were cheering that we didn't have to wear a mask. I get the feeling Jay Inslee and possibly this guy uh, Newhouse, maybe he would say that he would be that he wouldn't be. I get the feeling that they would be for keeping us under control and keeping us masked up. What are your thoughts on ever putting us in a, in a mask to begin with? Well, the government is not our boss. The government is not our nanny. It's not our mom and dad. We, the people, are in charge of this country. And the government, the people in, that we put in place, that we elect into public service, are supposed to run the government, not every aspect of our lives, not our health care, not the education of our children. There's nothing in the Constitution that gives them that power. And that's one of the things I'm going to be working on is when I get into Congress is eliminating the Federal Department of Education. There is no um, count for that in the Constitution. And right. if you look, if you look at the Tenth Amendment, it says that anything not written in the Constitution is left for the states and the people. And that is a big one. I want parents to be in charge of educating the education of their children at the local level. And you see on the local level that, that these school boards are freaking out, that parents are getting involved, and they want to actually partner with educators to make sure their kids get a good education. Yeah, I don't know why there's a Department of, uh, of Education either. I think it was the Jimmy Carter thing. And at this point, it's 50 to $60 billion a year that should be used in individual states because, as you said, the Constitution doesn't cover that at all, and it should go back to the states. It's, um, it's Lauren Culp, C-U-L-P, for congresscom Go there right now. CRT, is that showing up in Washington? I'm guessing in some parts of Washington it's showing up big time. Yes, everywhere. I mean, this is something that's mandated from the federal level by unelected bureaucrats in the Department of Education. And that's why it needs to be done away with, um, besides the fact that it's not constitutional. Parents and local school boards should be in charge of what their children are being taught, not this crap that's being dictated from Washington, D.C.
Lauren, why is it that, they, that they're able to get away with the lie, though? When you ask them about CRT, oh, that's not something we're teaching in, in K through 12. No, no, no. That's a law school in a theory that some law students are taught. We know it's not true because we just saw a math test or something that was filled with CRT in some local school district in this country. It is happening, but why are they getting away with lying about it? They, they work for us. Like you said about government, schools aren't really run by, by those who are employed by the school and those who set the curriculum, they're run by us because it's our taxpayer money that's being siphoned out of our pockets every month and our property taxes and so on that pays for this. Why are they able to get away with lying to their bosses, us? Well, currently we have no say, you know, because all of this is dictated from the federal government. What, and who are you going to talk to? Are yeah. you going to write a letter to the Department of Education and tell them you don't want it? You know, it's being dictated down to the schools what they're going to teach. And when we get the federal government out of the way, get it back within the confines of the Constitution so it's not dictating to our school boards and our schools and our parents what's going to be taught, then parents will have more control. You know, they can go to the local level and talk about what's being taught. You'd have a lot more control. The, the closer to home the uh, government portion that handles that is, the easier it is for parents to have control of it. Right now, we don't have. We, you know, Democrats are in control of the presidency and the house um and um the department of education so we get it back to local level and parents will have more control over what's going on as a parent i couldn't agree with you more it's lauren culp uh, culp for congress.com running for district four republican the great state of washington against uh, the incumbent dan newhouse so how long has this guy been in and and how hard a a road is this going to be to unseat him well i think he's been about uh five or six terms and, um, so 10 or 12 years, he's been there a long time. Yeah, yep. And, you know, of course, he's an entrenched politician. He's got all the special interest groups behind him. Uh, so he's got big money. But um, the same thing happened in the governor's race in 2020. I was outspent uh, almost three to one. Um, but I don't care. I don't care how much money he's got. He's going to need a lot of money to talk about uh, his voting record and to defend that. I, I don't have a, that voting record to defend. Right. I stood up for citizens' rights back in 2018 when there was an anti-gun initiative passed in this state. As a police chief, I said I would not enforce that because it violates citizens' constitutional rights. So people can see what I've done. They can see what he's done. He needs that money to defend his record. It's Lauren Culp, C-U-L-P for Congress.com. Let me ask you this. What is the process in Washington State? I don't live there. So obviously you have to primary him and you have to beat him in the primary. And then is there a challenge from the Democrat? So let's start from the start. When does the primary happen? The primary is August 2nd, and it's a jungle primary. So two Republicans, two Democrats, one Democrat, one Republican can go through. It's the two top vote getters go on to the general. All right, so I mean, what are the, what are the polls telling you right now? Uh, the polls are telling me uh, there was a poll that was published on Breitbart News, and um, I was double digits ahead of Newhouse. Wow. He was only one point ahead of the Democrat that's running, so uh, way out in the lead. I had uh, I think we we're polling at twenty nine. He was at eighteen, and there was only twenty or twenty five percent that were undecided at the time. Do you think so, Trump will come in before the primary to help you out, or maybe do a video or something? I'm hoping. I'm hoping that President Trump comes to Washington State and does a rally. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, Inslee would love that. 
<laughs> yeah. So, President Trump or any of his people are listening. We're ready for a rally in Central Washington. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking to him in May, so so possibly I can bring that up for sure. So, just Absolutely. just the last word in this run against Newhouse. Um, are we gonna see a come to Jesus, so to speak, when it comes to these Rhino Republicans, the the Kinzingers and the Cheneys and and the Newhouses that that you know, or, or even the Romneys that that acted as if they were conservative America first people, and they turned out not to be. They're just swamp monsters. Is there gonna be some sort of awakening here? Absolutely. I think there already is. Uh, there was 10 that voted to impeach President Trump. New House was one of them. I think there's only uh, four or five left. Um, they decided they're not running for office. Right. No, so, and, and, and wisely, because they're going to be beaten easily. You've got, yeah. I think it's 20 or 30 Democrats now that are not going to run for re-election and several Republicans who turned out to be rhinos. Listen, I wish you the best of luck. Come back before the uh, uh, before the primary. Hopefully a lot of people in your district are listening and or watching and uh, I wish you the very best. Go to cultforcongress.com, endorsed by President Trump. Lauren, thanks a million. Good luck. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you very soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Time for maybe one quick call. Steve, make it fast for me. What's on your mind? Hi. Oh, hey, thanks. Hey, Joe, that was an awesome interview. Thanks for giving Mr. Culp that airtime. It's uh, He's the real deal, and he's got my vote. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, Washington State's been doing mail-in voting for a long time, and uh, I've felt really harsh about it for a long time, and I know this state is kind of feel like the ringleader to – to have taught those people how to cheat nationwide like that. Um, I think that Culp won last year. I very strongly feel he did. And I think it happened again. And, uh, you know, we've had Dominion. We've had the whole program go on here, and I think we're ringleaders in the deal. So that was my thing. And thanks for giving Culp that airtime. You bet, Steve. I appreciate that. I like Lauren Culp a lot. I hope that he does very well. You gotta, you have to get rid of this, this new house who's a, a rhino big time. Um, you need an America first conservative. It's actually kind of simple. Let's do some pop culture. Whoop! Dirty pop. Hi, right, Polo, what's happening? Talk to me. So, are you familiar with the actor Ezra Miller? Sounds familiar. Fill me up. Uh, is that the actor that plays The Flash? In okay. The, in the movie, so. And he's been a couple sure. of other things. Well, apparently, he's been arrested twice already. Um, For what? Uh, I, this time it was for second degree assault. The first time it was um, for something else. Both times have been in Hawaii. Uh, they've seen him drunk and I guess disorderly. It's just, I mean, it's just, he's been a mess. You got the, you got the world by the ass. Yeah. You're out there making movies and, and you're doing this. Hey, right. very nice. Uh, that That is Polo, by the way. That's Carrie. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Don't miss part two with Laura Logan. This is the Joe Pegg Show.